Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Paranormal Minds with JST. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Shane and Tommy. Hello. How you guys doing this evening? Fantastic. You know, can't complain too much. It wouldn't do you any good. It wouldn't. They'd just laugh at me. Nobody listens. Especially, Especially. me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tonight I don't really have just a straight topic. It's going to be more like why we like the paranormal and what we like about it and that kind of thing. Mm. I think the biggest reason why I like paranormal stuff is because you can't see it for the most part. It's just basic hearsay. Everybody says there's no tangible evidence. I believe there actually is, but I really didn't have a direction to go with this one, so... We'll just talk about it. Tell us tell us a story, Josh. Like a paranormal experience you've had, maybe? Um, I can remember one for sure. When I was a kid, um, we lived in the house over off DeSoto Road. We had 15 acres of land. The weird thing about the property was like uh, we had like old raggedy horse stables and a full-size dog kennel that would go for like a dog pound in the backyard. And there was always lights going in and out of those stables and into the dog kennels at night. Every night, always. Well, one night, my cousin Joey was over. And and keep in mind, we're like 10 years old, maybe. I don't even know if we were that old. or we, Actually, we may be a little older than that. But we wake up in the middle of the night, both of us, at the exact same time. And there is a man standing in my room in full white suit. And one of those, like, bowl hats. And Joey freaked out so bad, he jumped over me and, like, smashed into the bedroom window and everything. It was wild. But I don't know if you guys have ever had anything like that. But it's a little scary. I can't say I have. What about you, Shane? Uh, I mean, I've never had a scary man in white (laughs) scare me into a wall. But uh, Actually, what, what made me start believing so oh man years ago so i'm you know i'm the oldest of five which should have been six had a little brother die as a a baby infant uh, whatever and uh after that i mean i guess a year or two went by and i started to see a kid all the time like a little two three-year-old kid running back and forth through the hall at our our house where we grew up and i never i never thought anything of it and I was like, okay, whatever, I'm crazy. <laughs> Never paid much mind. Uh, and then in eighth grade, I was uh, put into a school for troubled youth, I guess you could call it. <laughs> a little troublemaker. <laughs> Mr. E. <laughs> yeah, we won't <laughs> tell that story. <laughs> so part of their process was psych evaluation. was when you first go in. <clears throat> so my dad was there with me and they're like, you know, do you feel the urge to, you know, burn people alive or chop people up and all these crazy questions? And they came to one question, it's like, do you see things? And I hesitated. I'm like, nah. And so the psych evaluator and my dad both look at me like, well, you can't, you can't hesitate like that. So I told the story and my dad went white and he's like, I've been saying the same thing for years. And it was just such a weird moment. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, so I could either say, okay, we're both crazy or this is legitimate. And then, uh, I had never known 
about the younger sibling that died. That's what's weird about it. Uh, parents instantly got pregnant again, and it just turned out to be, you know, like a 20-month-long pregnancy in the eyes of a child. Doesn't make sense thinking back. (laughs) (laughs) But they never told me until then, and my dad told me, and it lined up, and he had been seeing it the same amount of time, and it was was just, wow. So that that sold me from that point on. That's crazy. That is crazy. Well, I know that, uh, I don't know, I'm just a huge believer in this kind of things. Like, you can't tell me that all the evidence that is out there that there's no there's no ghosts there's no aliens there's no nothing I don't believe it no cryptids this is ridiculous <laughs> well you know science man I guess well like like I've said in previous uh, episodes I know or at least test episodes when it comes to certain skeptics and stuff like that We want to make sure that we are in control. Like, we have to be, like, in control. So, anything paranormal that we can't rationalize with our own mind, we have to dismiss. That's why I feel like, you know, for me getting into paranormal, I I think I've, I've been interested in it since I was a little kid. I never really had, to my knowledge, an actual paranormal event. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I've never seen, like, ghosts or entities or um, things like that. There was that one time, and I think you were with me. Remember that blue light? We were teenagers in the sky, and we were going back to my house, and we just saw this, like, light, like, hovering in the sky, and we're like, oh, that's weird. And all of a sudden, it just shot off. Do you remember that? I think I do remember that. Yeah, and we were just like, oh, that that was crazy. And in my head, you know, I'm like, oh, it was a UFO, but I'm kind of like trying to rationalize it as maybe it was a helicopter or something like that. We are by, we live close to the airport, so right. I was trying to rationalize it like that, but just the way it just hovered, and it could just be me going back. But I've I've heard stories from people who I believe wouldn't really just lie to me. I know, um, aren't like alcoholics and stuff like that, you know, or on drugs and, you know, the basic, you know, skeptic push off. Yeah. That's told me different things. Like my grandmother, uh, would tell me about seeing ghosts when she was a young girl. And my uncle, uh, told me stories of like, he was at his trailer and, he just felt like a hand. He was laying in bed and he woke up to like a hand on his throat, like trying to, you know, uh, choke him out. Oh, daddy. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, and my dad's told me stories about like, um, seeing like this collie. And this one sticks out to me. You know, my dad's like in his 70s now. So his grandmother, they lived in a house that, you know, back in the 50s in middle of Mississippi, did not have AC. When he would go visit and stuff, you know, they would sleep with the windows open. Now, the house, due for ventilation and stuff, you know, it was on, um, like, bricks. It was up, right? The window probably would be probably about our chest height, maybe. I'm six foot, so uh, probably about five, you know, five foot off the ground, the bottom of the window. He, he's telling me he's, he's in bed and he wakes up 
and he sees this like border collie just kind of like staring into the window. You know, he says it, it was, it kind of dawned on him like, okay, that's, that's crazy for this border collie to be looking in through this window. He said it wasn't like it was standing up because you know how you can tell if a dog's standing up, right? It wasn't standing up. It was sitting. It, it didn't really freak him out, but he was like, oh, that's crazy. And he just went back to sleep. And he was about like 10, I think it was. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have thought anything different. That's wild. Yeah. He he said the same window, a donkey and a monkey showed up. And at first he thought it was a dream, right? Like this donkey was talking. What what the hell? Where is this story going? There well there's there's a story. This this all takes place in a place called Poplar Creek, Mississippi. Apparently now this was the story about the cow was this was this talking cow by a graveyard. So there was a donkey and a monkey. And my dad was like, Okay, well that's crazy, you know, that there'd be a monkey there for one. And, you know, he he thought it was a dream for like the longest time, right? Until he was watching a show about what they believe alien hieroglyph, uh, you know what I'm talking about, alien picture work on caves. (laughs) Hieroglyphs. Yes, I couldn't say the word. They showed a picture of a monkey on top of a donkey. And that's why my dad thinks maybe that was something to do with aliens. So my dad's a huge believer in paranormal. And just over the years, I just, you know, from hearing the stories and, you know, like my sister had a, paranormal thing happened to her my grandmother had some in her house that she lived at up here and all these other things like i i feel like there's more uh out there than what we can even conceive yeah like everywhere i go there seems to be something that follows me or like especially living where i live now um like not too long i told you guys the uh the story of the man with the blue in the blue denim when i woke up the other night and grabbed my gun because I thought there was a person standing in my bedroom, and I'm glad I didn't shoot him, because uh, there was nothing there. But there's a lot of that that happens to me, um, especially. It's weird. It's it's usually about seven thirty or eight o'clock at night. It's usually about the same time it always happens. It's either then or ten thirty or eleven o'clock at night. It's it's weird. It, that is weird. Yeah. Biggest thing is like I I tend to see a lot of fading figures in the corners of your eyes, mm. almost, but. Sometimes it's not exactly that. It's a I can see it enough to know that it's moving, and it's not sitting still. Okay, kind of like like it's like swaying type deal. Yeah, like I have to the point where like I've ripped my garage door open thinking somebody was out there because I see them move through the blinds. You know, something like that. Shane, didn't you live in a house that you believed was haunted? Yeah, well, two of them. That's what, Josh, your story right there about seeing things out of the corner of your eyes. Uh, When I first moved to this current house, now, it wasn't people. It was, like, vermin would be the best way to describe it, like, bugs or rats. uh, Something, you know, bigger than a, you know, a roach or a fly, but not as big as a, you know, a cat somewhere in between there. And it was constant all over the place. And uh, my wife saw it, I saw it, daughter saw it. And it was all day, all night, every day, until we finally, uh, we did sort of a cleansing on the house, and it went away. Because it was it was so weird, you know, being in tune to spirits or entities and stuff. I don't know what that was. It was 
not scary, but it was unsettling. Or if that's like a demon-esque kind of thing, like uh, to put the fear slowly into you and a feed off of it, you know? I <laughs> You know, according to um, demonology, it's believed that demons will essentially make you go insane, like break you to inhabit and possess your body, so. It was after that sexy body shame. Oh, uh, he's... He would have been up for a, a hell of a good time. <laughs> Why does everything hurt? <laughs> He'd be trying to get away from me by the end of it. <laughs> I take I take it back. <laughs> Call a priest. <laughs> I don't want it no more. I don't want it no more. <laughs> but Tommy, I think I think what you're referring to that house lived in. Oh shoot, it's been a while. But where we actually got that that EVP of the elderly lady. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I hope we still have that somewhere, but just so everyone else knows, it was right after my son was born, and uh wife was taking a video to send to me at work, and then, I mean, you hear clear as day an elderly lady, it was just my wife and son there in the background, just say, come here, sweetie, come here, sweetie, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> right? Uh, like, I think me and Josh were talking about that uh, like a couple months ago, weren't we? Uh-huh. About that EVP. Uh, and I was like, you know, what makes that so believable is I know that's not something that your wife, I guess we could say her name, Miranda. Uh, <laughs> Don't you say her name. Fake. <laughs> I, I, well, we'll just edit it out. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> she who, who shall not be named. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> I'm married to Voldemort. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling her you said that. Uh, <laughs> she probably listens to the podcast. So. <laughs> but I mean, I knowing Miranda as long as we have, I know that's not something that she would just sit there and be like, I'm going to fake this or whatever. You know, I just truly don't see her doing something like that. So that's what makes it really believable yeah. for me. And, and the fact that and not to bring religion into it, but she's she's very Christian as far as I'm the best I, that I remember anyways. No, yeah, that's that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see her wanting anything to do with any of that. <laughs> and that corner in your house too, Shane, that was like between the corner of your bedroom or the window or something that we always like, uh, not to bring any anything up, but like you were caught when you were in one night and standing in the corner trying to get out the window. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, so much happens. It's like, wait, which... <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I'm the problem, some sort of conduit. Like you said, stuff follows you, Josh. Did we did we open something and not close it? <laughs> didn't didn't you play with like a Ouija board back when we were teenagers? Oh dude, I'm glad you brought that up. We, Miranda and I actually went back and forth on that just a few nights ago. Uh, my wife or Miranda, since we've said her name now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh so her sister has traced back something attached to her all the way back to us being in high school and blamed it on me coming over one night on Halloween with a Ouija board. And we sat in the driveway, we opened something up, everything was weird, you know, I I barely remember this. But apparently, since that night, she's had something following her around, no matter where she moves, something attached to her. And I, I really got to thinking about it. I'm like, oh, man, I know you guys remember the story of me messing with this Ouija board in the shed with a couple of our friends, and it disappeared. Like, 
we've never we've never seen it before. The candle. We went outside to have a cigarette, came back in. Ouija board was gone, and I've tried to debunk that in my head. Like, how would this go away? Like, it's one of those unbelievable stories, right? Like, somebody tells you that, like, yeah, sure, your Ouija board got sucked into a portal. You know, it, it just sounds so fake. So I try to debunk it to myself, even though I was there. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> but what's crazy, so before that Halloween night, I don't remember having a Ouija board. And I remember putting it into a pillowcase and bringing it over to their house, but I don't remember it before then. And I know it existed for a few months until that night it disappeared. So this sounds crazy, but my theory was I went through some sort of portal demon happening something. I, I have no words to what it could even be. But where I picked it up in the shed, where I distinctly remember putting it into the pillowcase. Oh, I'm saying shed like people know. We used to hang out in a shed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was an all right shed, you know. Hey, that was the place to there be. Was a couch. That was the place to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't want to sleep on the couch. No, no, never. I didn't even want to sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, we had the Ouija board where it disappeared that night, flipped over on one of those totes, and it was a green tote. I remember where the candles were. That's exactly when I started thinking about it, where I picked it up to bring it over to Miranda's Halloween night. Well, she says that I was with her all night, but I pulled it out of a bag at one point. And I'm like, how was I with you the entire night? And I distinctly remember putting it in a pillowcase, but I don't remember where the Ouija board came from. And then it disappeared one night. You get see what I'm getting at? Like some weird, I gave it to myself from the future, and there had to have been something else involved there. Could be. I know that's, that's, that's weird to say, but I'm like, I, I have no explanation. And for something to be attached to sister-in-law, all these 20 years later however long it's been with these other instances and josh i'm sure maybe that's what happened no you've been around the ouija board maybe that's what got things attached to you we just had an open portal for the three months it was in our possession that's, that's a huge possibility just walking around just letting them all hang out come on we invite you in guys that would explain my mental instability <laughs> these days yeah <laughs> you know i was a walking fucking hell portal for three months <laughs> that sounds about right nothing's changed but it sounds about right here's here's my question would you ever mess with the ouija board again <sighs> i i think so i would but only i would only mess with it in the same spot the other one disappeared does your mom still own that house no no but uh i've been watching it because that's the last time, you know, saw little brother ghost, whatever we want to call him. And uh, that's where I think I, I feel I owe it to him if he still possesses or inhabits that house. And I did leave something open there. I, I feel I, I owe it to him to go back and try to close it. I got you. What if it was your ghost brother that <clears throat> gave you the Ouija board and then <laughs> took it away? Oh, shit. That'd be something. But why? What, what's his end game? Because may, maybe he wanted you to open the portal. There's only Zool, Shane. There's only Zool. 
I really, I'm really curious as to what actually happened to it. Too bad we didn't videotape our entire teenage years. Probably could have caught it. <laughs> I hate to, because the two other people that were there that night are a couple of those incredible sources Tommy mentioned earlier with influences. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Or else I'd call him up like, hey, hey, what do you think? And it'd be a lot of, what? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Little do we know that Shane has actually been possessed since, uh, by a demon since then. And we just never knew. Oh, man. That'd be interesting. <laughs> that would make sense. And that would mean that, you know, Marshall's the Antichrist. You know... When he would, do you guys remember when he was two and three, he would run around chanting six, six, six constantly. So <laughs> all of these stories put together, it sounds like I'm just full of shit, but it, this is all true. <laughs> it is all true, ladies and gentlemen. It is all true. <laughs> it is all true. <laughs> Thinking about it now and, and the stories that we do have, yeah, they do sound kind of, kind of fishy, but it's true. It, it, this stuff actually happened to all of us. So. I think it's easy to discount and be like, no, they're making that crap up. Because it does, especially Shane's story about the Ouija board. But we we know it's true. That's all that matters. So everybody else can just piss off. Nobody <laughs> really cares what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the damn show, though. <laughs> that is just in human nature. Like, I, I believe in anything and everything out there, you know, just like you guys. But I even catch myself watching, let's say, some paranormal investigators on TV will leave nameless. Uh, sometimes I'm like... Oh, bullshit. Yeah. That's static. That's not an EVP. Even though I believe in it, like, why am I doubting them? You know, they've been doing this 20 years. Like, who am I to doubt? <laughs> well, I think I, I think it's the thing, like, when it comes to TV, me and Josh were talking about, you know, you can watch Ghost Hunters now, and they have phone apps for, like, spirit boxes. No. <laughs> and, and, like, I was telling him, you see it more and more, especially with, like, YouTube Ghost Hunters, uh, because it's... I, be, I believe, I believe that it is a actual hit. You get what I mean? Like, it's it's going to pick up something. I believe it makes it itself. It's like programmed into the app. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've, I've downloaded those ghost app spirit boxes, the free ones. <laughs> and you'll just be sitting there and all of a sudden it'll be like home or power, something like that. Like some obscure vague but it's kind of relevant yeah and and you wouldn't even be saying anything you just say something um so i don't trust that but i get what you're saying because i'll do that like i'll be watching like especially tiktok how you can edit stuff on tiktok kind of makes it be like if someone's like oh i saw this shadow just pop out of this door you know to me it could be like okay well you just had a friend go over there and you just filmed it real quick right and then edit it. That's how I feel about that. So I get where you're coming from, Shane. Like, I, I can be a little bit skeptical, too. Um, you know, it's fun, you know, to get away from, from ghosts and that sort of thing. So alien life, right? Um, so I think everybody who really thinks about it believes, you know, like, how can we be the only inhabited planet in this vast universe? Well, what was it, a, a year ago or so, the government actually told us, yeah, they're real. Here's these documents here we're going to create a what do they call that a space force to to battle <laughs> aliens just in case i think is their purpose so we I, have I, I i don't know what that whole space <laughs> thing was. 
All I know is I like I like watching people make fun of it. All right. <laughs> but hey, if we get an alien attack, we're gonna be happy they're here, right? <laughs> but I don't know. Have you seen the Have you seen the basic training videos for them? We are screwed. Okay. <laughs> have you seen the people? <laughs> I am Private Potato. That's about uh, what it looked like. But even even after all that, we still have people like you'll tell them like, oh, you know the. Uh, not only all these sightings, all this documentation for all these years, now the government's confirming more documentation, and there's still people like, nah. And it's like, what? You really think some people sitting around in D.C.? And it's like, I, I get government control and hoaxes and the bullshit, but why would they announce that aliens are real? What what do they gain from that? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> Absolutely Nothing. Some people say it's kind of funny that it was announced in 2020, right, of all years. Uh, So they believe that it was something to kind of distract the people from, like, the virus. So I say that like that for, like, people, like, 20 years from now are going to be like, he said the virus. Did they have a zombie outbreak? Yeah. T-virus. You put everything from 2020 in like a chapter in a history book, it, it, it's going to be ridiculous. What are these murder hornets and viruses and aliens are real and half the country's on fire? Like what? what half the world was on fire, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like Australia was on fire too. <laughs> but yeah, Australia was on fire before the virus was even a thing because people, it went, I remember because it went from people being like, oh, we need to help Australia and donate money and all that to lockdown. And then everybody's like welding people in their houses. Dude, that was crazy. I seen those videos. Uh, yeah, that was wild. I, I mean, I, I believe that they're aliens, obviously, because I keep bringing them up. And I'm with you, Shane. Like, I just, I don't understand. Like, for people to be like, no, there's no such thing as aliens. Yeah, universe is way too big, way, way too big. Well, I mean, if if we if scientists and NASA and all that are discovering these planets that essentially are what they call like Earth 2.0s and Super Earths and stuff like that. Who's to say, at least, at the very least, there is some type of life on those planets that has just as much IQ as us. Speaking of life on those planets, do you know that they found a an element in the clouds of Venus that points to the fact that there's possibly life in the clouds on Venus? Because it's... Almost just the right temperature. Oh, well. I call BS on that. I'm going to be skeptical. There's no life outside our Earth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess you could be skeptical. I mean, that one does sound kind of far-fetched. But, yeah, they were were so excited that they found... I don't remember the name of the element, but it's, it's what happens, what's produced when organic matter decays. Was, I think, the way the lady put it. Um, oh, hell, yeah. we got a crap ton here on Earth. Right. And they were talking about that's in the clouds of Venus. You're talking about this planet that's 430 degrees centigrade or, or Celsius or whatever we call it in the clouds. Yeah, there's life in the clouds. I don't know. <laughs> huh. So, in other words, what they're trying to do is replicate, uh, what is it, Cloud City from Star Wars? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um. People are going to like blast me like, you don't know Star Wars. I like Star Wars. I watch Star Wars. You better you better stop. You're going to get some quizzes thrown your way. Oh, don't quiz me. I, I said I watch Star Wars. I don't religiously watch Star Wars. Yeah. There's the what? difference. Okay. 
What what species is Chewbacca? I just said don't quiz me, and you're over here throwing me that's, a quiz. That's he's an a... easy one, man. <laughs> I could have. He's a Wookie. I could have asked you what planet the Wookies are from. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I, one. That's that's Kashyyyk. I'll stop there. But <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> right now, I mean, probably getting roasted in comments and stuff like eh, this dummy. <laughs> I can't say I've never watched an episode of what are we talking about? Star Wars a day in my life. Oh, you're fired. Hang on. You're fired. <laughs> this dude didn't silence his damn phone. <laughs> no, no, now he doesn't got on it. What I'm the leaving f- this in? This is completely <laughs> unprofessional, unwarranted, <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> All of those things. <laughs> So I googled "Life in the Clouds of Venus," right, just to yeah. see, and it brought up a song, "Life in the Clouds of Venus" by Martin Bird. It was released this year, so I'm assuming it's based on on the research you had. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit play, but <laughs> phosphine—that's what it was called. Phosphine. They found phosphine in the in the clouds, which is produced by microbial life. That's why they think there was uh. life on. The clouds of Venus, not like actual full-blown organic creatures, but you know. Yeah. Now, what, Microbial, what, what the doing fuck now? Is He's like doing? dragging shit across the floor too. <laughs> oh man! This episode so far, I've liked it so far. Uh, it's a different one. It was a shit start, but it got better. Oh yeah. I don't know if Tommy's back, but the weird monkey donkey story. <laughs> right? I'm like, where the hell is this going? Right. I'm glad you asked, because I'm like, wait, okay. So, it was aliens or possessed donkey? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was on board until then. <laughs> oh, man. It's still, do- okay, Tommy, come on. Oh, we you can just silence his line, can't you? Well, I mean, when you're editing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take all of his out. Uh, You're finally back? Yeah, I got called out. Well, I guess we'll leave it at that. As we normally say, ladies and gentlemen, these are just our thoughts. Let us know what you think. Mm